Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. Today, we're going to dive into that wonderful topic, money, 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 profit, profit, profit. How do we make it all happen? Oh, so everybody buckle up. And I'd like to say hi, business rock stars. This is Maggie Mongan, and I am your host for today. I'm a tenured master business coach and strategist for almost 20 years now, and I'm the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., which is a coaching practice that specializes in guiding small businesses to optimize their business performance and leadership. And maybe I should just give everyone a reminder that small business is officially considered one to 499 employees per the Small Business Administration. And I say that because we always forget about that. All right, so I want to let you know that I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector. And I honestly believe that small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that I found it inadvertently a number one best-selling book series for small business. Now, don't worry about that. We'll talk about that a little later. But most importantly, right now, I want you to know, like all good things, I didn't do it alone. I invited tenure experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of our tenured experts, a number one international best-selling business author, Anne Mank. Hello, Maggie. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about this. Oh, I am too. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Everyone, you need to know who Anne Mank is because she is all about helping you build your wealth. She helps you through educating you so you can understand how money works and finance works so you can attain your financial goals for your life and your business. That's pretty important stuff. We don't just do it because we're bored. <laughs> right, right. We usually have a reason behind what we're doing. <laughs> right. I, I can think of many other things I could be doing with my time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But it won't get you to the financial freedom that you're looking for. Exactly. So thanks for showing up. And we really appreciate you being here today. Oh, uh, it's, it's my pleasure and happy to be here and also share some information and some of the wisdom that I've achieved over the last some years in the business <laughs> okay yes and we can't wait so let's start at the beginning your book is volume four and that's the one with the beautiful amethyst purple cover in this series and it's titled brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner fresh perspectives on profitability people productivity and finding peace in your business now, I want to share with everyone, I'm very specific about volume four and the purple cover, because if you go to Amazon or Google or a whole bunch of other places, you'll see we have the same name for all of the books in our series. So Anne authored in the purple covered book. And my gosh, she started us out. She's the first chapter. And it's titled The Financial Freedom Trail. I love that name. <laughs> and, <Me> your, <laughs> <laughs> and your story is really super duper cool. And we'll probably talk about that today, won't we? 
Maybe we might. Oh, perhaps. <laughs> okay. So I'm really thrilled that you're here with us today because our listeners are in for a treat. Um, for some people, money isn't like one of their favorite topics yet. They spend a lot of hours trying to make it and or keep it and grow it, right? Mm -hmm. So are we ready to dive into some of your wisdom sharing, Anne? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so um, I want to share with everybody, Anne has already done a recording, and that's episode 158 in our series. So if you like what you hear here, go back and listen to 158 because that's where we drop the introduction, right? <laughs> right. And there were a lot of good nuggets in there too. So I'll try not to repeat anything because there's plenty to talk about. Okay. Yeah. And there, there were good nuggets there. So 158, everyone. In your chapter, Anne, you bring up an interesting concept. It, you call it the financial freedom trail, which is the title. Uh, can you tell us more about what this is? Sure. And when I was putting this story together, I was really trying to find a way for individual, individuals to connect between their business and other things that they know in their life. Because I think a lot of times um, we might have a block or we might think of wealth and money as just it's too big, it's too overwhelming. And so I wanted to create a story that would help relate this to something that individuals might do. Some do this every single day. Some might do this on, you know, as a big adventure, but the financial freedom trail was a way of connecting. How does someone go on a hike? How does somebody go on a walk? How does somebody prepare for doing the climb of the summit? And how does that relate to business? How can we see the similarities between there? And so by telling the story of my main character, Annie, in the book, we walk through how she goes through this financial freedom trail. How does she prepare? How does she go on the adventure? How does she get up to that summit? But we do it in a way where it's not, here is all the technical issues of you know finance, of money, of wealth. It's how do you prepare for a walk, which we're all familiar with. So <laughs> I was trying to do something that was um, a little easier for individuals to digest, but still get some of the key components across to the reader so that they understand as a small business owner, how do we, they start making that climb to the summit? Okay. And, and the answer to every journey is start with the first step, right? <laughs> One step at a time. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and that's what's so beautiful about your chapter. I hope I'm not jumping ahead here in what you want to say. But what's so beautiful about your chapter is you start us at the beginning. Yes. Yep. And I started at the beginning of where someone starts emotionally. So it's all about the fear of starting. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Can I really do this? And how do you get past that fear to put that first step out there and start your journey? <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of truth <laughs> to that. Okay. So with you saying that, does everyone have the same financial freedom trail? So no. And that's the beautiful part of this is that every single hike, every single journey, every single trail is different for each person. And so that person really has to define what their free financial freedom trail looks like for them. So one is first, what does your trail look like? And what I relate that to is what does your ideal 
day look like? So as a small business owner, what do you want your day to look like? When do you want to start? How do you want to spend your day? What time blocks do you want in there? And I think a lot of times we get so excited about starting the business that we don't look to say, what is the ultimate goal of doing this? What does my day look like? What does the trail look like? And then as we're putting the small business together, well, what kind of help do I need? Who is going to be your guide on this journey? And so that means what mentors do you need? What teachers do you need? Who around you in your circle right now could help you take that first step? And then the other part of this too is, you know, we're so wrapped up in the trail. What is our ultimate goal? Is it to get to the summit or enjoy the hike? And what we find, and just talking to other entrepreneurs and business owners, is that the most enjoyable part of the trail of going on the financial freedom trail is the journey. Stopping and smelling the flowers, you know, really um, enjoying the challenges and overcoming them during your journey. And then the summit is just really the icing on the cake at that point. But those are all the things that individuals need to think about when they're going on their trail because it is just so individualized by person and it really comes down to what their goals are. Well, of course it would because that's how business is and we're all individuals. And even if somebody does something very similar to us, we have a totally different approach of how we show up to do what we do, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, so I love this. And you brought up a really great point about Sometimes it is the summit that is the goal, and other times it's um, taking breaks and and embracing and celebrating the the mile markers or the milestones mm-hmm. along the journey. Right, right. It's it's celebrating the little wins, and I think we overlook that quite a bit. It might be getting that first paid invoice. Like I put the invoice out and I got payment. Like celebrate those little wins. Or maybe it's you finally document a process that you've been wanting to do for a long time. Celebrate those wins. So that's all the different ways this journey and this path can take you as you're trying to get to your summit, whatever that definition of your summit might be. That's so interesting that you said that. Um, I'm going to leave what I want to say for a different point in our conversation. (laughs) Okay, but there, there's something because we all have these, uh, what appear to be similar journeys, but they're quite individualized. Mm-hmm. What do you think is most overlooked as we begin that journey? Well, a lot of times when we start this journey, <clears throat> and we've heard over the, you know, in the past, it's like, understand your why, what is your why? Um, you know, there's books about it. Anyways, that drives a lot of what people are looking for when they're trying to start this financial freedom trail. But really, I think one of the questions they need to ask themselves is, do you really want financial freedom? I think a lot of times it's something that's ingrained to us that, oh, everybody tells me I need financial freedom. Everyone tells me I need to make a lot of money. Everyone needs, you know, they tell me that I need to have... 
The, okay, you broke up there. Sorry. They, they tell me <laughs> that I need to have. <laughs> they tell me that I need to have a lot of money, that I need to have X amount in the bank. And that might not be what you really want. For me, my financial freedom definition includes freedom. And so I want to make sure that it's not necessarily the money I'm making, it's the freedom I'm getting along the way. And so it's coming to that question of, well, do you really want financial freedom or is it something else that finances can get for you? Uh What does financial freedom look like for you? And then once you get to that point, what are you really willing to do to get to that point? Because I think a lot of times we tie this to money. And then we don't make progress because that ultimately isn't what our definition of financial freedom is. It might be being with the kids. It might be um, retiring early. And so we need to find and ask us those hard questions of how important is money really? Or is there something else I need to be focusing on? Because if you find yourself being stuck all the time, it might not be the money that's really your why. It might not be what your financial freedom looks like. It might be something else. Maybe it's a nonprofit or being able to donate or give to your church. It really is asking yourself, is money really that important? Or what else are you really trying to go after? Okay, now that makes a lot of sense because uh, for some people it is the money. Mm -hmm. And many of them will fail or not succeed. I I don't like talking about failing. (laughs) There's the, it's an experiment, right? Right, right. (laughs) And the same is true with money. Business is an experiment and money is an experiment. Life is an experiment. Mm -hmm. So when we learn what we think we want, we need to understand what the motivators are underneath that. That's the intention, the purpose, the why Mm -hmm. that will help us show up when we don't want to, the way that we need to, to attain what we say our goal is, right? Right, exactly. Because a lot of times when it comes to making money or becoming wealthy, uh, much like trying to lose weight or, you know, there's other things in life that we are constantly trying to do. And it's very simple. And I'll just use losing weight as an example you know, eat less calories than you take it, than you exert. So if you eat the right foods, you move your body, you should be able to lose weight. Well, in money, it's if you don't spend as much as you bring in and you save for the future, like that is the very, very simplistic way of thinking of wealth. But what stops us What gets in our way? What is, you know, why are we stopping ourselves from doing those simple things? And I think it's a lot of, a lot of times is because we've never asked ourselves, well, do we really want money and what are we willing to do in order to have success? And a lot of times it comes down to, well, money is the way we get what we really want in life. And it's identifying what we really want so that we can have money work for us versus us working for our money. Oh, so it's the tool is what you're Mm -hmm. referencing, right? Money is a tool. It's a tool. Exactly. Okay. And, and, and it's not the money that brings us the joy, but it's the tool to get us to the joy. Correct. Yes, definitely. 
Okay. Well, that's not complicated. <laughs> I think the other thing that screws us up is society tells us, you know, that we need to have X dollars or, yep. or, um, you know, if you're going to do get money, you should do it this way. You know, the one that's really hot and has been hot for mm, not quite 10 years yet is six figures in mm. business. Right. And it's like, mm -hmm. What if you only want to make 88,000 and that will bring you great joy? Yep. Well, then why shoot for a hundred? Mm -hmm. Right, right. And that's, we get that when we're planning for retirement a lot. Individuals will come in the office and say, okay, I know I need to have a million dollars in the bank to retire. And it's why? Like, what, what do you plan on spending it on? What do you really want your life to look like? And then we'll find the right number for you. But I agree, we have all of these individual, you know, all of the societal norms coming at us. And it's like, no, you need to find out what is right for you and get rid of some of that noise that might be out there. Right. Or it could only be done this way. Well, geez, right. <laughs> a million ways to make 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Right. And be happier and have more freedom. And, you know, I think it really is, um, you know, finding what works for you and the lifestyle you're looking for. And then everything else just kind of falls in place. So yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Like uh, somebody recently, a client said, I only want to make 853 um, thousand dollars. I don't want to make a million. And what? I said, okay. <laughs> okay. That's a very exact number. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, they, they said a million just seems like hard work. Three oh. is my number, not oh. a, a generic number that other people have created. And I'm yep. like, oh, now they're connected. Yeah, they're connected. So yeah, you know, oh, that's happens. a great point. Yes, exactly. And, and that's what you're talking about here, right? That's what's overlooked. Right, right. Defining your, your definition of what that success looks like. Mm -hmm. Okay. So is there anything else that a small business owner should be asking themselves? A lot of times I think, uh, a good question to ask, and it's kind of what we've been talking about too, is what is your definition of wealth? So a lot of times we focus on the financial side, like what is your financial success look like? What does having enough money look like? But really, what is your definition of wealth? And I think if individuals think about that question, they'll know that it it talks about a lot more than just the money side of things. It really encompasses an entire lifestyle. Um, and when we were researching the book and I was trying to put the chapter together, um, one of my really good friends, Nancy Sparrow said that wealth is not a number. Wealth to her is a full life. And I think that's really what we need to get to is what is your definition of wealth? because it's a holistic approach and we can then fit that money equation into that so that you get the freedom or the community or the friendship or the adventure, whatever else you're looking for to make your life as wealthy as possible. Ah, prosperity. 
in ah. in its true definition is not just about money it's what you just described it's that richness of living correct yep and like you said before money's the tool or one of the tools we can use to get there yeah one of the tools right okay so this is really cool and i know we could stay talking about this forever <laughs> but we don't and our listeners are like okay so what's the wrap up so <laughs> <laughs> I can hear them saying that right now. <laughs> can you? Oh, good, good, good. Because I think I can too. Why is it so important for business owners to read your chapter? What it really comes, what it comes down to is that starting your own business is not for the faint of heart. It is not something that is easy to do. Um, a lot of individuals you know, it is the fear of starting. It's not having that plan in place. That's really what stops individuals from starting their small business or really going after their dreams. And so in my chapter, what I do is lay out a framework for small business owners to help them along this way, to start thinking about the tools, the guides, the emotions that might come up so that they can be successful and reach their own summit. Okay, I like that. And everyone, what is so refreshing about Anne's story is she gives you the action items and the plan of the action items for you to begin. You don't have to make it complicated. You don't have to build out hours of strategy. She gives it to you right there. And you go, oh, this is all I need to do to begin. Mm -hmm. Or begin again. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. Right? Because so many of us begin and we're working with the old framework instead of the newer simplified framework. So thank you for providing that. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. This has been really fun. <laughs> it is. And we have so many more to do. We have three more after this. So this is wonderful. Um, I'd like to kept uh, this one off for now, Anne, and, and save where we're going to go for the next conversation. Is that okay with you? Sounds like a plan, and I love my plans. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Ditto. All right. So listeners, this is how you can learn more about how to engage with number one international best-selling business author, Anne Mink. Start by reading chapter one in volume four of the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And remember, that's the one with the amethyst cover. And then, oh my gosh, there's so many things. At the end of Anne's chapter, there's an author page. She has a free offer there for you to begin this journey in a different way. She also has all of her social media and what she's doing on the business page. So check that all out because there's a lot happening in Anne's world right now. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> all right. And, and Anne, right about now, I imagine that everybody is saying, ooh, um, I want to play with Anne for a little bit and get to know her mm -hmm. and, and learn a little bit more about her wisdom. Uh, how can they engage with you? Let's start there. Well, the easiest way to um, get a hold of me is to go to the app. And I'll let Maggie explain the easiest way to get to that. But on the app, you'll be able to get my contact information. But also a really cool thing about the app is that you can ask the expert. 
And so there's a place for you to go in there, put your questions. Not only am I on there, but every other author from the series has the opportunity to be on there as well and to answer your questions. So it's an awesome research or uh, resource uh, <laughs> to research any question you might have. Um, but yeah, that would be the best place to get a hold of me. And um, Maggie, how would how would they find the app or how would they get that on their phone? Well, that's really easy. They go to their app store and listeners, I'm sure you know where your app store is. Go ahead and type in Brilliant Biz Book. That's Brilliant Biz, B-I-Z, book. That's it. It's a free download. And then you're going to see all sorts of really cool options for you to play with. Check out all the authors from all four of the books as we're recording this. We have one more coming out at the end of the year. And uh, you can just do what Ann said. Ask an expert. You can check out everybody's profile, but start with Ann since you're listening to her right now. Right? Yes. Start with me first. Since I'm the first chapter, mine as well. <laughs> right. Totally. Totally. And we also have another feature on there that's called a community page. It's towards the bottom and that's designed for you small business owners. Um, there's inspiration there. There's questions. There's promptings. We have all sorts of stuff there. And our podcasts, all of them are listed there. So this is a one-stop shop for everything you need to go ahead and create a brilliant business. Ah, okay. Now, Anne, do you have anything going on that um, our listeners might be interested in engaging with you? Well, we do have a seminar coming up. Okay. So, okay. Now we need to, this is time sensitive. I was going to say, this is okay. time sensitive. Okay. But what I was going to say is we do have a seminar coming up. But if you wanted to reach out to me, I will always be able to provide you what the upcoming seminars and workshops will be for. Um, a lot of times we focus on small businesses. We do women and wealth. We do also, how do you plan for retirement? So there are plenty of opportunities um, for you to learn more. Um, and that's really the most important thing is to get engaged, to learn more. And we're happy to help in any way that we can, but just go to the app, reach out to me, and I'm happy to provide that information. Woohoo. All right. That sounds wonderful. Oh my gosh. And everyone, I would like to say, if you like what you heard here or you're curious, please go back and listen to Anne's episode 158. Uh, and we're going to have three more after this one. So she's building out her own little mini series here. <laughs> That's so wonderful. And I want to thank you for your wisdom sharing today, Anne. Oh, absolutely. Thanks again for having me, Maggie. Oh, you got it. And thank you, listeners. We appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week.